Great evening, great evening, great evening, great evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, with another millionaire midnight rant. And guess what? Tonight, we're going to meditate. <clears throat> Tonight, I'm going to teach you guys about transcendental meditation. And many of you maybe are not aware of that. As you know, that I meditate quite a bit. And meditation has been the key to my power to manifest the dreams and the things that I want for my life here. And I thought about you. I said, you know what? I was getting ready to meditate, honestly, here. And usually, like I'm going through a period of called blackouts. And blackouts are like on the weekends, I meditate maybe four to five times a day. I don't talk to people. And I just immerse myself in work, honestly. And I do it for months, right? Until I reach the goal, <laughs> honestly. But I said, you know, how about I meditate with you, Right? And I know many of you have been waiting for me to do this. And I want you to do it with me. And I want you to understand something about meditation, okay, that you're unaware of. <clears throat> when you do it by yourself, it's powerful. But when you do it collectively, the power is 100 times more powerful than doing it yourself, right? Because if we all meditate together collectively and all have one intention, and of course, our intention is to achieve our goals, it makes it more powerful, okay? And transcendental meditation, to keep it very simple as I'd explain it to you, it's basically sitting down, closing your eyes for 20 minutes and repeating a mantra silently, okay? And I did this quite a bit right before I made my million dollars here. <clears throat> and it's very powerful, it's insane. And I wanna do it with you here. And I have the same frequency that I used um, years ago. I still use it today. As a matter of fact, I have a version of this in my course called The Genius Grip, where I teach you how to manifest your dreams faster than ever before. <laughs> but this right here, this is exactly what I did. And this is what I do to accomplish dreams and goals. Now, the difference with transcendental meditation as it relates to other forms of meditation is you don't need to visualize, okay? Because I know some people when you can't visualize properly, when you try to visualize, you can't see anything. You see darkness, right? I get it, like you're looking at right now, darkness. But transcendental, it's not important that you visualize anything. The only thing you do is repeat the mantra silently. You don't move your mouth, you don't make a sound, but in your mind, you repeat it. And we're going to do it together. Is that cool? Okay. Is everybody down? Give me a let's go. Let's go, baby. Get up. Motivated. Let's go. Are you not excited? You're getting ready to meditate with a multimillionaire here. This is what I do. Like, this is what I do to achieve all this greatness. This is why my life is so easy and so simplistic and so abundant. I'm giving you the keys. You should be excited right now. You should feel enthralled, excited. You should feel... Um, as if tonight you're getting ready to cross over and experience a breakthrough here, okay? So I want everybody to get ready here. And listen, I know how many of you in bed right now? Like, don't lie to me. Just be honest. How many of you are laying your butt in the bed right now? Come on. You're laying down. You relax. You're on your back. You're on your side. You got the pillow between your legs. I get it, right? What I'm going to ask you to do, if you want this to work effectively, Okay, if you don't want it to work, don't listen to me. But if you want this to work, I'm going to ask you, get up. 
and I want you to sit down in a chair. You can sit down on a couch, but it's important for you to be upright. Now, understand, and even I'm going to do it with you here, okay? But I've been meditating for a very long time, so it's easy for me to meditate in my bed because I don't fall asleep. Many of you will fall asleep because your body is too comfortable, okay? You're not accustomed to doing it here. So let me know when you're ready. Go find your chair. Sit on your couch. Make sure your feet are planted on the ground. Make sure you turn off all the notifications on your phone. Go ahead and do that now. Turn off all notifications because you do not want any type of pattern interrupts while you're doing this. When you're repeating the mantra, it's important that the mantra is repeated consistently without any interruption. Is that is that okay? Okay, so I'm going to let you guys get ready before we get started here. Go ahead and turn off your TV. <clears throat> turn off the phone. Make sure it doesn't ring. Make sure it doesn't ding or bing or whatever your phone does. Because it's important when you're using transcendental meditation. And these the same type of meditations they use with shamans over uh, overseas, like in India and Bali and Indonesia. Um, they're in a very un- uninterrupted um, environment. Okay, It's very important for you to do that for it to work fast. Okay, So if you're just joining me, we're going to meditate, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting ready to meditate with Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, you're going to meditate with me together, and you're going to hear me for about one minute, and after that, um, we're just going to meditate together. It's going to be silent here, but I'm going to tell you what you need to do before you do this. So go ahead and get situated and say, Wesley, I'm ready. Just comment below, Wesley, I'm ready. And listen, many of you may experience um, a transformation tonight. You know, I do this with private clients, and... I've had people, they're in tears. I've had people laugh. I've had people feel that the entire life have changed after the meditation. I've had people who the next day, they took actions that they were very afraid to take for a very long time. Okay? So I'm here to tell you it's very powerful. I've had people fix their relationships after these type of meditations. I've had people feel so much gratitude and see the world very differently, okay? So just warning you, it's very powerful. You may be transformed, okay? Just letting you know. All right, you ready to go? What's up, Amanda? What's going on? Go ahead and put your names here below. Amanda, my girl, she always kidding, like working in and out in that gym, getting it done. I mean, I love a woman that works out, folks. I'm telling you, I just love, I can adore and appreciate a woman that works out that body because I'm always working out that body. I can't wait to go to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to kill it. Two hours, baby. Let's go. So go ahead and put your names here below. Let me give everybody a shout out here. Um, Kelly, I'm from Trinidad. What's up, my guy? How are you? Get excited. Get motivated. Let's go. Mr. Drake, we have Miss Sheevers here. She's excited. I love it. I want to feel the excitement. Even though I can't hear you, I can smell you. You smell good, but... I want to be able to feel your energy through this phone right now. I'm holding the iPhone in my left hand, and I'm pretty sure you're holding the phone right now. Maybe in your right, your left, maybe it's sitting on your stomach or your chest or in your bed. But I want you to get excited here because this is probably going to be the most powerful meditation you've ever, ever had in your life because you're doing it with me. Okay? And I'm here to tell you that it's powerful and it works, and it works very quickly here. Hey, Lenny, how are you? Shh. 
David. All right, David says he always, he does TM every day. TM is an abbreviation for Transcendental Meditation here. And a lot of actors, a lot of athletes, they do this as well, okay? So here we go. Hey, Miss Watkins, how are you? Miss Flawless, and you all flawless. We have Mulatto, okay, Lucas, what's going on? And listen, if you're driving in your car, pull over, pull over. Like your life is about to change. Why not? Stop the car. Do not meditate while you're driving. Please don't do that, okay? I got love for all of you, and I don't want any danger or injury to take place in your life based off meditating with me. So pull that car over now. Thank you. What's next here? Ashley, how are you, sweetheart? We have on a mission. Let's go, my guy. Um, we have Deli. We have Faye. We have Chris David Cooper here. Alec Queen. We have Randy. Maria. Max the Great. We have Tiff Lee, Dietra. Amigo Swiss. Keisha. Travis. Gary. Jerry, Debris, Curdy, Jordy. <laughs> All right, I, I love it. He at the gas station. Jordy, what's going on, my guy? We have Keisha here as well. King Richard is in the house. We have Naya. How are you, Naya? Awesome. Okay, Astro Girl, what's going on? All right, so let's get ready to get started here. So this is what I want you to do. Now make sure that, like I said before, it's very important for this to work for you, okay? For you actually to feel some type of change and transformation in your life, it's important for you to sit upright, okay? And don't lay down, okay? Just trust me on that one. I want you to sit down upright, make sure your feet are planted on the floor, and I'm going to play a sound. And all you need to do is listen to the sound and listen to the voice. I'm going to instruct you to close your eyes. And but before we get started, I need everybody to come up with a mantra. Now, listen, a decade ago, my mantra was this. Let me give you my mantra. Now, listen, this is my mantra. OK, I know I talk a lot about modeling other people, but you need to come up with your mantra. Don't just use my mantra. OK, it was personal to me. My mantra was. I am so grateful now that I earn five thousand dollars per day. Easily and effortlessly. Okay. That was my mantra. Okay. Because when we begin, you're going to repeat this for like 10 to 20 minutes. You're going to repeat it over and over again in your mind. Okay. You're going to repeat it over and over because this is a form of what is called neural imprinting. Okay. And I don't want to talk too much complicated jargon to you but you know neuro imprinting is just repeating and imprinting subliminal messages while the brain is in theta and alpha state it's very powerful to the mind tell if you continue to do this you will start to believe exactly what you're saying okay and this gives you direct access to the subconscious mind by the way i know you get goosebumps right you should it's going to be absolutely spectacular for you okay Okay, so I want everybody to comment one intention below, one mantra. And the reason why I want you to comment below, because I want to look at it to make sure it makes sense. Now, listen, your mantra should be something that you want. That's it. It doesn't matter what it is. But it can be something as detailed as humanly possible. 
And it should begin with, I'm so grateful now, whatever that is. You can be, I'm so grateful now that I earn $10,000 a month. I'm so grateful now that I can travel around the world. I'm so grateful now that I own this Lamborghini. You know, it's whatever you want, honestly. Whatever you want, but you want to put, I'm so grateful now. So I want everybody to do that. What? God, not a, okay. So, and what I'm going to do for you is, I'm going to look below at the comments here to make sure your mantra makes sense because I want to make sure it works for you. Is that cool? Do you mind if Wesley Virgin look at your mantra to make sure the mantra is a-okay so you don't waste 10 to 20 minutes tonight? Is that cool? Okay. Let me see here. I'm so grateful now that I earn a million dollars a year right now. Uh, Kellyanne, instead of a million dollars a year, I want you to break that down per month. Okay. And my question to you is how much money do you earn right now? And what I would do is whatever whatever the money that you earn right now, it's going to help you guys. Because I know you guys got big dreams and I get it. But sometimes big dreams are so big that you're not able to conceive it. So I would say this. If you're making $5,000 a month right now at your job or whatever you're doing, just do it times three. So say 15000 So whatever you are making right now, just times it three. Because sometimes a million dollars a year, which is 80000 a month, you're not able to conceive it. So it's going to take you longer to achieve it. Does that make sense? I want you to achieve these results faster. And what I tell everybody that's brand new to this, whatever you're making, whatever your income is per month, just just multiply times three, okay? Because it's something that you conceive. I know you want to make a million, but just take steps, right? If you can triple your income this month, do you think that'll be worth it? Of course it would, right? Maybe it's not a million dollars, but it's three times your salary, and you're making it in a way that you don't have to um, work so hard at a job here, okay? I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm making $400 a day easily and everything. I love it. Oh, I love that one. Dex, I approve, my guy. I love that. That was perfect. I'm so grateful now for all the changes in my life right now. No, no, no. Rich, no, 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 no. Because changes is too vague. So I'm glad I asked you guys to do this because that's wrong. Um, because it's vague. He said, I'm so grateful now for all the changes. But the changes could be negative changes, man. Like what type of change are you talking about? You got to be very detailed and very specific, right? It could be terrible changes, man. Changes that you don't want in your life, right? So I want you to write it again, okay? I'm so happy and grateful now. Uh, let me see here. I'm so grateful for my $10 million. Yeah, Dietrich, I wouldn't do that. You know, I get it. You guys are, <laughs> I, I get it. Everybody read the book, Think think Big, right? But listen, if you're not able to conceive this this mantra, it's not going to work. It's going to take you a very long time to achieve it. And 10 million, 1 million, a lot of you guys don't even make $100,000. Listen, let me share this with you. If you're not making $100,000 right now, which is about ten dollars or $9,000, $10,000 a month, I don't want to hear nothing about a million dollars, okay? At all. If you're not even making 100000 a year, how do you expect to conceive a $10 million, okay? Come on now. Right. What I want you to do, like I said before, if it's a money goal, if it's a money mantra, a money intention that you want, just multiply times three, whatever you're currently earning. OK, just trust me. OK, trust me on this one, because I want you to get results. Right. I want you to see it happen. Then you can think bigger. OK. 
And if you ever want to know why <clears throat> I started with 5000 a day, because you might say, well, Wesley, you started at $150,000 a month. Yeah, because I was making 25000 a month at my job. Make sense? Like I was already making a ton of money. Right at in my as a in a, at a job, right in my twenties. So, one hundred fifty thousand wasn't a big deal for me. Okay, many of you are not even making ten thousand a month. So, um, just trust me on this one. Let me see here. I'm so grateful now that I earn a million dollars a year. Kelly, on fix that. All right. If you're confused about what your intention is, folks, or your mantra needs to be, please comment below because if you do this incorrectly, it's not going to work. And I don't want you to be upset at me, okay? But if you're ready to go, you're ready to go, okay? My mantra is, now this is my mantra. Now listen, I'm different than you, so don't, just because I give you my mantra, don't try to say my mantra. This is me. I can conceive my mantra, okay? My mantra is, I am so grateful now that I earn $100,000 per day, every day, easily and effortlessly. That's my mantra. Okay, that's mine. What's yours? Okay, all right, let's get started here. All right, I'm so grateful now that I easily make 20k per month right now. I love it, Kellyon. That's beautiful. I like that. You can either do per month or per day, doesn't matter. I'm so grateful right now that I'm taking the steps in the right direction to obtain my focus. On the things that I need. No, 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 no. Receivers, that's too vague. It doesn't make sense. What things? When you say things, what does that mean? That's vague. Right? Desire and deserve. Just tell me what you want. Like, what do you want? I, I would suggest many of you just start with a money goal first, you know? Until you get to, until you're able to get very specific, just start with a money goal. Something, you know, you're bringing in more money. Just start with a money goal. Okay, let me get started here. Okay. And like I said, you're going to hear my voice, and all you're going to do is just follow what, I, what I'm going to share with you here, and um, we're going to talk for about a minute. Okay, can everybody hear that? All right, what I want you to do is take a deep breath here. I want you to take a deep breath through your nose, and exhale through your mouth. Take another deep breath through your nose. All the way in, all the way in, all the way in. Hold it. And exhale. Take another deep breath through your nose. And exhale. Feel your body, your mind, your legs, shoulders, and your head. Relaxing into a deeper state of relaxation. And as you listen to my voice, I want you to feel your eyes getting heavy. I want you to feel your eyelids get heavy. Every time you blink, they get heavier and heavier. To the point that they get so heavy that they decide to shut. Close your eyes now. Your eyes are closed. You're breathing through your nose and you're exhaling through your mouth. 
And as her eyes are shut, close at this moment, I want you to take another deep breath through your nose. All the way in and exhale. Feel all the air releasing from your body. Feel your body relaxing into the chair. Your legs relaxing into the chair. Feel your shoulders relaxing deeply into the chair. And as you're listening to my voice, I want you to recall your mantra. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about what your mantra is. I want you to see the words and I want you to say it right now in your mind. Say it. And after you say your mantra, I want you to take another deep breath. All the way in, exhale. And I want you to say your mantra again in your mind. And you're going to notice every time you say that mantra, it's going to become more real to you in this moment. At this moment, I have direct access to the unconscious part of your mind. You're now in what is called alpha state. But everything you hear, feel, see, and experience will be imprinted into the unconscious part of your mind. In the next 15 seconds, you'll no longer hear my voice. And all I want you to do is something simple. And that is repeat your mantra over and over again, peacefully, easily, without effort. I want you to repeat it over and over again as you take a deep breath in, breathe out, breathe in, and breathe out. I want you to easily, without effort, repeat your mantra until you hear my voice again. I'm going to count down from 10 to 1. And once you hear 1, you will begin repeating your mantra in your mind, not making a sound, focusing on the breathing, and just repeating it easily and gracefully. 10. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Begin to repeat your mantra now.
So be it now, open your eyes, take a deep breath, and exhale slowly. How do you feel? Comment below how you feel. You know, believe it or not, it takes you approximately 8 to 10 seconds to say your affirmation. So you basically repeat it, your mantra, to hundred times, okay? 200 times, 
How do you feel, ladies and gentlemen? Comment below. Travis says, very relaxed. Likewise. Kellyanne says, I feel amazing. How many of you was able, like when you get, after like five to ten minutes, you started to feel as if the mantra was real? Like, because you said it so many times, it almost like, you almost felt like it was actually happening. Someone said, I saw everything. I feel mentally relaxed. I feel aesthetic, calm, and amazing. And see, I want you to notice this feeling. Another word, another synonym to describe how you feel right now is bliss. And this is how we want to feel, like this, right? Blissful. You're not worried about anything, you're not thinking about nothing. And many of you, if you feel very relaxed, you enter what is called pure consciousness, which I've spoken about many times. And when you're in the mode of pure consciousness, you're not thinking about the past or the future. You're in the present moment. And when you're in the present moment, that means that thought, when you begin to have thought about your intentions and desires, well, you tend to discover solutions faster. You start to get full clarity on what needs to happen sooner than later. Does that make sense? Does anybody have any questions about what we just do? What's the name of the music you played? Yeah, I'll, I'll share with you later. I'll share the music with you guys. Any questions or any confusion about what we did here? Because I would like you to repeat this process over and over again. Okay? Yeah, that's right. That's right, Amanda. No thinking, no self. I mean, did you feel that, did all of you feel like it's like you were no thing and no self, like you didn't even exist? It's almost like you were just in space. Like, if you felt that way, that's pure consciousness. I mean, because it's like you're not thinking about nothing. You're not thinking about what you do. You're not thinking about what you're trying to accomplish. You're not thinking about who you are as a person, family. Everything is just separated and diminished from the fifth dimensional world. Okay? And that's what we're trying to alter. Before you can alter the outer world, you must first alter the inner world. And that's what we're doing. So when you were repeating that mantra over and over again, over and over again, that's neural imprinting. You're imprinting new suggestions, okay? Because we all have minds that are suggestible. And when we do that with the inner world, we're repeating this over and over again. The mind will eventually, if you repeat this process, it would eventually start to make it real and think it is real. And it will start to focus to validate what you have been repeating over and over in the mind. It's very powerful how this works. You know, many people don't want you to know about this, honestly. You know, people that understand how to manifest and how to use their minds, they don't want people to really understand this to the point they would do it. Because then we have a bunch of people on the planet manifesting their goals and dreams. And, you know, capitalism, if you have everybody reaching their goals and dreams... How can capitalism exist and how can the rich get richer, right? How can a happier get happier, right? It'd be tough. So certain people on the planet 
They don't desire competition. So they would rather keep you distracted. Any questions for me about what we just did? Because I want to suggest that all of you continue to do this. And you can do that two times a day. Like I said before, Transcendental Meditation is called TM. Two times a day. I said 20 minutes. I was 20 minutes, believe it or not. And I'm proud of you because almost all of you meditated for 20 minutes. Like that's 20 minutes. 20 minutes is synonymous to watching a show on TV, right? If you watch any type of sitcom series on television, it's about 15 to 20 minutes because you got a ton of commercials. Did you know that commercials about 12 to 10 minutes of the entire show? So the show itself is about 15 to 20 minutes. So you just meditated an entire episode of something. Isn't that powerful? For 20 minutes straight. Sheesh. It's insane, right? Should we repeat the mantra silently or out loud? Silent. Right? Because you're activating the fifth dimensional world, which is the spiritual world. It's the inner world. Okay? Somebody said, what? It felt like five minutes. Keisha said, 20 minutes? Yeah. Can you believe that was 20 minutes? It was actually 23 minutes. It felt like five, right? This is why, listen, this is why I talk about no time. Like, time doesn't exist. It really doesn't. It don't exist because men has created time to structure the world. But time, honestly, it doesn't exist. That's why we make statements such as, man, where did the time go? Wow, it's already done? That was fast, right? Because when you become immersed in any type of, uh, you know, whatever activity that you're doing, when you become very immersed, time disappears, folks. You just meditated for 20 minutes. That was insane, right? Felt like five minutes because time no longer existed while you were repeating the mantra. You wasn't thinking about time. You were just repeating the mantra, Okay. You begin to be separated from time. It's very powerful when you do this. Wes, would this be like hypnosis? What's the difference between hypnosis and meditation? You're very, very smart, Amanda. Absolutely. Listen, you know, when people think about hypnosis, they just, they just think about somebody taking control of somebody's mind. Listen, we are all in some state of hypnosis. i give you an example. Whenever you go to the movies and you watch a movie for two hours, you're in a hypnotic state. Whenever you're very enthralled in a conversation, when you're listening to a person's words, when you're looking at that, you're in a hypnosis, a hypnotic trance. Women, I mean, girl, I mean, men, whenever you see a beautiful woman and you're looking at her, you're like, God damn, she's so beautiful. God, that's hypnotic. That's a trance, folks. Same thing with women. When you're looking at the man, you're, you're like, God, that man is sexy. God. Like you're in a hypnotic trance during that time. It's hypnotic because nothing else matters. It's like you're reading a book and you can be so enthralled into the book. Somebody can call your name, Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. You're like, huh, huh, what? Because you're in a hypnotic trance, folks. See, when you're in a hypnotic trance, this is the time when you're very suggestible, okay? This is the time that you're more connected to the subconscious part of the mind. Because consciously, you're not going to react. Like if you see, like, man, you see a beautiful woman, 
unconsciously you're experiencing all these feelings and emotions about her, right? Because she's so beautiful. So you're just like, God damn, you just, you, it's just so, so much admiration for her in, in your mind unconsciously. But consciously, you're not going to do nothing that you're thinking about. You know, whatever you want to do to that woman, right? Vice versa with uh, women when they look at men as well, right? But we're always in hypnotic trances, always. We go in and out all the time, okay? So to answer your question here, when we meditate, well, we're purposely putting ourselves in a trance, okay? Instead of going into trance without our awareness, because many of us, we're, we go inside of hypnotic trances outside of our awareness because we don't even understand it, right? If you don't understand what a hypnotic trance is, you don't know. That's why certain people are very suggestible, such as some of you right now. I can talk in a certain way that will cause you to do whatever I ask you to do. And you may say, no, you can't. But I understand how to suggest things to people. I can repeat it again and say, you will do everything I ask you to do. Like, you don't have to do it, but if you choose to do it, you will. Now, what was the suggestion? The suggestion was do it. If you notice, if you run that sentence back again, I said do it three times. Make sense? This stuff is very, I mean, I, I would, listen, read and learn this stuff. It's very powerful. I mean, you can use this with people. You can use this in sales. Suggestions are very powerful. Something's called embedded suggestions. So when people are in a hypnotic state, I give you an example. I do this with women, okay? <laughs> Don't get mad at me. Like when I have a woman in a very suggestible state, right? Because I know how to put her in the state. It depends on the conversation. And what I do is I'll slow down my communication my, when I'm talking to her. And I say, hey, you know something? You're amazing. And see, by doing that, when you slow it down like that, and she slows, her mind slows down. And when the mind slows down, now she's suggestible. So anything I can tell her, I can say, hey, I'm not one of those men that's going to sleep with you on the first night. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> it's very powerful, by the way. So, But to answer your question there, Amanda, um, <laughs> to answer your question, Amanda, yes. Meditation is on purpose. So we're purposely putting ourselves in a suggestible state. So when we repeat that mantra, when I tell you guys to visualize, when you do a mental rehearsal, meditation just allows you to put yourself in that hypnotic state so that you're no longer conscious, okay? Because the consciousness is the problem. Your analytical mind is the problem. See, the analytical mind is always thinking about, well, I got to do this, I got to do this, and this, how do I do this, how do I do this? Well, this is not working. That's the conscious mind. It's always trying to figure some shit out. But the unconscious mind has all the answers, okay? Next question for me here. <laughs> uh, I, I, maybe I shouldn't be giving you guys that example, but it, it, it works. And women do it too. Listen, men just don't do that. Women do it too. Like women have power and women know that they have complete power over men if they know how to use it. Right. Um, but we're always, you know, even at work, you could be just talking to your boss and you could be listening to every word your boss say, because you could look up to your boss. You could respect your boss. Like when you go to church, your pastors, you're in a hypnotic state. I'm telling you just you know, whenever you go to church, 
next Sunday, I want you to pay attention to how people are so immersed in the conversation or the message, right? They're like robots. They're just looking at them. And they're just taking in all this information. Because what's happened is they're completely capitulated themselves to the person, okay? Something's called transference. Transference means when you capitulate or surrender your power to people, like mentors, people, you you know, millionaires or billionaires or pastors or professors and teachers or parents, right? And it's just total trust. When you trust people, um, you just tend to transfer the power to them and you feel that they have all the power. And I'm trying to break this pattern with you folks to let you know that you have the power as well. Because a lot of you are listening to me right now because you think that I'm just a paragon of knowledge. You know, obviously I'm successful and it appears that I know what I'm talking about. And maybe I do. But and many of you may feel that, well, what Wesley have, I want to. But I'm here to tell you that you already have it. Okay, you have what I have. You may have to mature what you have, but you have it. You have to cultivate it. Okay, it's like a seed. You all have the seed. The same seed that I have, you have as well. I just have cultivated my seed. Does that make sense? Okay. But I'm no different than you, hey, Aaron, are you? Questions for me. But that was a great question, um, Amanda. <laughs> uh, Amanda says, Wes giving us sweet talking tips. And listen, you know, I, I think one day I'm going to do a rant and I'm going to talk about my mass control program and teach you guys how to control, I'm sorry, influence others. How would you guys like that? You know, a class on persuasion skills. I mean, I've studied so much and read so much about persuasion and getting people to side with me or getting people to believe me deeply because that's what they want to do. They believe in me because that's what they want to believe in me anyway. And they understand that they have a choice to believe in me because it's their decision to believe in me when they feel like they want to believe in me. So I just did it right there. What was the embedded command? What was the embedded command? Does anybody know? What was the embedded command? Hold on, let me delete someone. Give me a second. Bye-bye. Right, what was the embedded command? The embedded command was believe in me. I could teach you how to do this, honestly. One day I'll do a whole rant on persuasion, embedded suggestion, direct commands, things of the sort. And I want you to understand something. You know, a lot of you say, oh, that's manipulation. Yeah, it is. But it's not it's a manipulation in a good way, right? I'm not manipulating you to do something wrong or evil. Like, we're always manipulating each other, always, right? Women manipulate men. Men manipulate women. Men, women manipulate men by putting makeup on, wearing weave, you know, eyelashes, little short skirts, you know, whatever. Because to manipulate is to change how someone view something or to change how someone think about something. So women want to manipulate men the way that they dress because they know men would think they're attractive. But then when they take it off, then they say, well, who is this? This is another person. Right. So that's like manipulation. Is it not? Same thing with men. 
men manipulate women because sometimes men exaggerate who they are as men, you know? Oh, I'm rich. I'm this. I got this. I got this going on. They are saying that and they're stating those exaggerating things about themselves, their career, or their money, because obviously they want to change how you view them. That's manipulation, okay? So when you think about the word manipulation, don't think just negativity all the time. You need to look it up. Look it up in a dictionary. That's just not me. Manipulation just to change how someone thinks, how they view something. That's it. But you can't manipulate people to do the wrong thing. Now, I don't agree to that. You shouldn't do that. Don't manipulate people to hurt them now, okay? But many of you don't even have that skill to do it. And many of you are already hurting people anyway, right? Unknowingly. And some of you are doing it knowingly. But the average person don't understand how to do it intentionally like I can. Because I've studied this stuff. Like mentalist people, people who are mentalists, they can do this. Psychologists understand this. And what I would suggest you just to read, you know, there's many books about this stuff. Okay. What's next here? You know, it's it's amazing after you went through that meditation, did you start to notice how all your negative thoughts just went away? You know, it's like the only thoughts you think about is like positivity in this moment. Like, isn't it amazing that we just went through 20 minutes, we were quiet, and it's like positive thoughts begin to flood your mind right now in this moment. Isn't it interesting how that happens, right? And like, can you imagine how to never have a negative thought ever again? Isn't that insane? Right, I know. And just like positive thoughts will begin to flood your mind at any given moment, like now. Think about that. It's powerful. Okay. Uh, questions for me. Talk to me. Any questions about what we did here tonight? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Aaron, he he gave a good example, just like an advertisement. Like advertisements, man, you, folks, you need to like, let, let me teach you, let me teach you guys some stuff. Let me tell you why I don't watch TV, okay? It's a couple of reasons as well. It's not that I don't like certain shows, but listen, TV is very dangerous. Let me tell you why. One thing with TV, they have something that's called anchors. You know what an anchor is? This is a psychology term, okay? An anchor is, I'll give you an example. Like, you ever seen a commercial with Shaq? You know who Shaq is? The guy that used to play basketball? And Shaq, um, he did a commercial for, um, what was that? Uh, Icy Hot. You remember those commercials? Icy Hot Shaq. Icy Hot Shaq. Now, why did they do that? Why did they pay Shaq so much money? Because of who Shaq is. Shaq is a great basketball player, right? One of the best on the planet. And we have an association to Shaq. So when we see Shaq, you may just smile and be like, oh, my God, it's Shaq. But if you see Shaq in Isahat, what the brain does, this is very powerful, folks, is start to anchor Shaq in Isahat. And this happens unconsciously, folks. You think you're just watching Shaq, but you're happy because you're seeing Shaq. But at the same time you see Shaq, you see Isahat. And if you see it enough times when you go to the store and your, your shoulder hurting, you just buy Isahat. You don't even know why you bought it. But it's an anchor, right? And you see it, you just smile, you get excited. And you don't even know why you're getting excited. You just don't even know why because you don't, it's outside of your awareness. That's why these 
Athletes can get paid millions and millions of dollars. There's no problem. They can pay you millions and millions and millions of dollars. Just think about Kevin Hart. He used to be a brand ambassador for Ford. Everybody loves Kevin Hart, right? So when you see Kevin Hart in the Ford commercial, you like Kevin Hart. He brings you good joy. It's an anchor, right? We already know. We see Kevin Hart. We laugh. We're going to have a good feeling. Good feeling, which is Kevin Hart. He's next to a Ford, talking about Ford. Kevin Hart, Ford. Kevin Hart, Ford. It's an anchor. So when you go to buy a Ford, you just feel good. You're like, man, that's a good car, man. Ford is good. But it could be a terrible car, right? But it's an anchor. This is very subliminal. It's very powerful with advertising. They've been doing it for years, decades. Okay? <laughs> Does that make sense, guys? Right? So another thing with commercial is just the repetition. Like you ever thought about, you know, why you see the same commercial over and over again? You don't really think about it, too. Right? No one does. You ever thought about why you hear theme songs with commercials? You know, Liberty, 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 Liberty. It's like, why is that in my mind, right? Because it's catchy. That's why songs are so powerful, right? Because what they do is they want to create a great theme song and they want to play it repetitively over and over again. Why? Because people like that. They like um, catchy things. Because people don't know how to make a decision. You got to understand it. Like, how do you make a decision of what insurance company to go with? Unless you get a recommendation from your friend or somebody that you know. Like, how do you go out there? Anything that's in the mind first, right? It's called something that's called primacy effect and the recency effect. Primacy effect is what is in the mind first. Whatever's in the mind first is there. Like, if I ask you, who was the first person to land on the moon? Can you tell me? $50 if you can tell me that. Fifty dollars. Who's the last? Who's the first person to land on the moon? Neil Armstrong. That's the primacy effect. Now, who was the second? Mm, you don't know, do you? No one knows. It's crazy, right? It's called the primacy effect. Whatever first, whatever the first thing is in the mind, usually stays in the mind. The recency effect is whatever you hear over and over and over again. Okay. Someone said Nance Armstrong. It's Neil Armstrong, folks. Yeah, but who's the second person? You don't know. Anchoring the song. Yeah, exactly. So think about songs that we know about, right? Drake songs are Taylor Swift, uh, Lizzo. Like Lizzo. I did my head. That is on a commercial right now, is it not? I, I don't know how it goes. I did my head. Dun, bun, dun, bun, da, 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 da. I don't know how the song goes, okay? But women love this. Some people love this song, right? So an advertiser, they're using that song, which they're paying for to use it. Why? Because people love that song. They Like women feel empowered when they hear this song, right? So they love it so much. So advertisers know that people are going to experience good feelings when they hear the song. So they take the song and they attach it to the product. It's anchoring. It's powerful. You just think you're listening to your favorite song, but you don't realize you're being anchored to the product. Okay? It's very powerful, folks. What's next? Hey, Monica, how are you? Someone said Edwin Adrian. You guys just Google that, whatever. Stop it. 
<laughs> Smart asses. What's next here? Questions for me. Did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? I know some of that went over your heads here, but this is why I don't watch TV. I mean, if I do, it's only a few shows, but I definitely don't watch commercials. You know, you don't want to do that because you don't want to be programmed. Man. You will be programmed and conditioned for something. You just don't realize what you'll be conditioned for. I'll give you another example. Have you ever seen a commercial of a drug that they're trying to promote, right? And have you ever noticed when they talk about the drugs, such as Prozac, Xanax, whatever, whatever the drug is for the week, right? And when they're talking about the side effect, now pay attention. When they talk about the side effects, because by law, they have to tell you about the side effects, which are horrible, right? As they're talking about the side effects, about seizures and heart bleeding, heart seizures, whatever, they always have happy music and they have a visual of someone having a happy, good time. You ever notice that? Like, it's always like that. Whenever you see a drug that they're promoting on TV for depression, for whatever, right? Whenever they talk about the side effects, which are insanely negative, they're terrible, right? Sometimes death. I mean, it's, it's crazy with the side effects. But what they do, so you don't focus on what they're saying, because they understand that the visual is more powerful in most people than the auditorial, which is what you hear. They give you images and pictures of somebody happy throwing a football to daddy and grandma, barbecue, whatever, right? And you see that and you tend not to focus on the side effects of the drug, which causes you to buy the drug because you didn't hear. Even though you did hear, but you didn't pay attention to it. Does that make sense? Okay. Next time you watch a commercial... I want you to pay attention. I mean, whenever you watch a commercial that's promoting a drug, just pay attention to what happens when they talk about the side effects and they talk fast. They talk very fast and they have pictures and images and stock footage of someone having a good time, just being happy. I'm telling you. It's powerful. It's crazy, right? All right, what's next? <laughs> Grandma on that grill. She is. So when did... So when you... What? So when you I do. So when you I do this meditation. Come on, Kellyanne. Uh, every day I'm bringing, I, I'm bringing in my desire to reality. Yes, you are. I wish you would have wrote that better because that didn't make any sense, honestly. But yeah, when you're doing this transcendental meditation, what you're doing is you're imprinting. You're imprinting your mind with the mantra. Okay? And if you can do it long enough. Okay? And don't ask me how long it takes. Just do it. Like, don't concern yourself with the time. Just do it. You want to do it to the point that you're excited when you do it, okay? Questions here. Yeah, you, you just, unfortunately, many of you are so asleep. It's just so many things that are going on in the world that you're just unaware of. But I'm going to make you aware. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. Trust me, I'm... I'm going to make you aware of all the little sneaky things that the world people do and they attempt to control you, okay? 
Because listen, many of you are under control. You don't even realize it, but you are 100%. I can prove it to you right now. I can prove I can prove that 97% of you are under somebody's control right now. And I want you to write this down. This is how I know. Write this down. And I've talked about this before. And I'm going to share with you tonight here. If I know you, then you got to really pay attention to this. So pay close attention. If I know you better than you know me, I can influence you. Let me say it again. If I know you, like if I, Wesley Virgin, know you better than you know who I am, I can influence you. But if I know you better than you know yourself, I can control you with ease. Now, did that make sense to you? Do you get it? Because many people, unfortunately, they have no clue who they are, what they stand for, and who they want to be. They're very uncertain. They have no willpower. Does that make sense? The average person doesn't have willpower. That's why they're always uncertain about everything, about, well, what should I do? Should I do this? They're always like this. They have no willpower just to do something, right? So if someone knows you better than you know yourself, then they control you like psychics. That's why psychics are so powerful to you, even though they have no power at all, honestly. And you should never go to a psychic. You should never go to a person to tell you about your future because if you believe it, like they already know. Whenever you go to a psychic, the psychic already is going to win because people that go to the psychic are very weak individuals. What I mean by this, a person that goes to a psychic that goes to a person to tell them what their life is going to be is because they feel that they don't have that power to create their own life. They need somebody else to tell them. Does that make sense? Okay. So you should write that down. Tell It's a very powerful statement if you really think about it. It's very powerful, insanely powerful, okay? And you can control masses amount of people. That's how the masses are being controlled right now, honestly, on, on the planet here. Where are you, Wesley? I am laying in my bed at home. So when do this meditation every day, if I'm... I'm bringing my desire to reality. So when I do this meditation every day, I'm bringing, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The power of free will. Yeah, you know, let's talk about the power of free will, Amanda. Now, listen, you know, I think you guys are mature enough to have this conversation with me. Now, listen, when I, whenever I talk, you don't have to believe me at all, okay? Because a lot of what I'm saying could be completely subjective. It could be, it is, it's just my philosophy. But let me tell you something, you know, just with my own study and research, People really don't have free will. You know, I know in the Bible say, oh, we have free will. God give us free will. But I'm telling you, we really don't. Let me tell you why. Because, like, what we don't understand as people is our environment is so influential on us. Like, think about where you are right now. Like, where you live, the city you live, the, 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 the neighborhood you live, the people that you're around is causing you to make decisions. Does that make sense? Just the environment is causing you to make certain decisions about your life, like your job. Your job is causing you to make certain decisions. The people that you're around, the place that you go, causes you to make certain decisions based off the environment here. So do we really have free will? 
And the reason why I believe that most of us don't, because we don't realize how much the environment plays an impact or a role on what we think about and what we do. Does that make sense? It's like a person lives in a ghetto, but he wants to be rich, but he lives in a ghetto. So he sees crime and killing every single day, right? See thieves, you know, he have to walk different streets to go home, but he want to be rich, okay? So even though he has the free will to be rich and successful, if he stays in an environment, it's highly unlikely it will ever happen to him. He has to change the environment, right? A person that tries to stay in the environment think they're going to be a amazing, great, good person and loving person and kind, so it's impossible. So it's my thoughts that we don't have free will unless you understand what I'm talking about here. Like you only have free will only if you're setting up your environment in a way that you know that if you put yourself in, listen, I'm in a penthouse. I don't need to be in a penthouse, right? Like I don't have to pay $14,000 a month, but I put myself strategically here. Not because I just love the views. I put myself in a different environment so I will be influenced differently. Does that make sense? Like five years ago, three years ago, I stayed in another place. I was paying like 5000 a month, okay? It was different type of people in that building. But now I'm in a different building. It's different type of people. Because I had to, listen, if I want to change, if I want to evolve, I have to change the environment, folks. Does that make sense? Free will doesn't really exist at all to most regulatory people because you don't understand this. Many of you honestly feel that you can be exactly who you are, stay where you are, hang with the same people, and be rich. And you won't. I'm telling you, you'll never be rich at all. Right? You won't. Because you'll have such a struggle of deciding or doing something that you know you're supposed to do, but you feel compelled to do the opposite. Right? You say, well, I know I'm supposed to work out, but you don't. You know you're supposed to read in your book, but you don't. You know you're supposed to work in your business, but you don't. You know you're supposed to work on the weekends, but you just don't. You're like, well, I want to go out with my friends. Because you're so close to them. So it's like, do you really have free will? Because the environment that you're in is more powerful than your free will, man. It's, it's, it just, it's what it is. The environment is very powerful, folks. It is. Okay? The voice of yours is absolutely mesmerizing. Oh, thank you, Candy Patrice. Candy's always flirting with me. <laughs> but did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? Okay? In actuality, we don't have free will. Okay? Unless you're strategically putting yourself in, a, in an environment to be influenced a certain way. Right? Because you're not living on this planet by yourself. Tomorrow, you're going to talk to somebody. Tomorrow, you're going to look at something. Even when you look on Instagram, it's being influenced. You get... Listen, you look on you listen, you look on Instagram, you look on Facebook, that stuff is influencing you on levels that you just are not aware of, right? You may wake up in the morning, you see a beautiful girl, like women might see a beautiful girl that has the body that she wants, and she'll feel bad about it. Man, man, I'm fat. See? She'll say she's fat based off the environment. Before she she wasn't fat, but she's seen a girl that has a better body than her, and now she feels subconscious. She'll see another girl that has a prettier face. 
She'll see one guy that she likes, but she likes another girl that's different from her. And now she feels insecure. It's the environment that's doing this, folks. Does that make sense? It's your response to it. It's very powerful. Okay? When you, when you begin to understand this. What about YouTube? YouTube is the same thing, folks. Understand that we interpret our world using our five senses. That's how we make our interpretation of the world. What we look at, what we see, right? What we hear, what we taste, what we smell, and what we touch. This is how we experience the world. That's it. Through the five senses. It's the only way. Okay? Five senses. Is it possible to be obsessed with obtaining more and completely grateful at the same time? Absolutely. Okay? How do I prevent myself from becoming sleepy or tired when I meditate? Sit up, sit upright in a chair. Okay, don't lay down. Michael, what's going on? How are you? Uh, I love listening to you. You have changed my life. Thank you, Kellyanne. Much love. Mm, we are product of genes in our environment. No. We're not a product of genes, folks. Like, I don't believe in genetics. You know how some people say, well, it's genetics, it's genetics. I don't know. I think many things are not genetics that we think are genetics. I don't think so. I think that's an, I think that's an excuse. Because people just see, they just don't understand. People don't read, man. They just believe anything. You believe because your mama have cancer, you may have cancer. If your mom or your dad had I don't know, heart disease, you're going to have heart disease. If he loses hair, you lose it. Listen, it's something that's called epigenetics. Do you know what that means? Does anybody know what epigenetics is? See, you folks don't read, man. You got to read. You, you can't just listen to the status quo. A lot of you guys are just followers. You're like robots. You just follow what other people say instead of doing your own research. Do your due diligence about the world to understand it. Okay, it's not that difficult. It's so much access to information here. Epigenetics means that it means above the gene. It means that the environment is influencing the gene. It's not because like, it's no such thing as a cancer gene, uh, any type of metabolic illness. It's no gene for that. No, it's above the gene. Above the gene means that whatever the gene, the environment the gene is in, it's going to influence the gene to act a certain way based off the environment. They have done many tests on this. And if you don't believe me, go listen to Bruce Lipton, okay? Go listen to Bruce Lipton. Go read all his books, The Bi Biology of Belief. Go read it. Go listen to his lectures online. I do this all the time, okay? We have a definition here. Epigenetics is how your behaviors and environment can cause the Changes that affect the way your genes work. Exactly. It's not because the gene is bad. It's no such thing as a bad gene. It's the environment and how we respond to it, what creates or causes the gene to act in a certain way. Okay? It's not because your mom has high blood pressure, you're going to get it too. Well, if your mom cooked chicken and macaroni and cheese and ate cake all the time, and if you do the same thing, then guess what? Well, okay. You're going to adopt the same behavior because of the habits. It's not because of genes, folks.
Iowa's next year. Mm. Wes, what's the difference between regular meditation and transcendental? So the regular meditation that I do, you know, I usually visualize, right? I'll create my day. Transcendental is just repeating mantras. You're repeating the same words over and over again during meditation. That's the difference. Thank you for the clarification, Wes. Your environment is so influential and more powerful than the free will. We think we have. Exactly. It is. It's just more powerful. And I know some of you believe that you can operate outside. Like, you know, you're in a certain environment that you know you need to detach yourself from. And you think you can think greater than the environment, but it's almost impossible. It really is. Okay. I think you should think greater than how you feel. But the environment, man, I mean, the people that's in your life are very influential because you trust them. And when you trust a person and when you love a person, what they say to you affects you. That's why when certain people that you love and trust, and when they say something, it hurts your feelings. Oh, they hurt because you love them. You trust them. And that person has power over you. It just, it, it, it's just how it is, folks. Right? What I would suggest is to change the environment. Okay. Um, what's next here? Questions for me. Are you folks, ladies and gentlemen, are you getting value here tonight? I know we're going deep down the, the rabbit hole of genes and NLP epigenetics here. Okay. But I think these type of conversations are need to be had. You know, I would love to do a club where people come to see me maybe in Houston or some place where we can just sit down and talk about these topics here. Because honestly, I want you to understand this information. And the reason why I understand it is because I have such a huge desire to be wealthy. And I realized that the mind plays such an imperative part to becoming rich, it really is. You have to be able to control your own mind. And if you can't control a man or a woman that cannot control one's mind, you have a very chaotic life. You will. You will have a life full of, filled of chaos or you will have a life that will be constantly on this emotional roller coaster, right? You'll be good, bad. You'll be happy, sad, happy, sad, happy, sad, all the angry, sad. Like you'll be, it's like this emotional storm. <laughs> and that's how a ton of people are because they don't have the ability to control their minds because they've never been taught. And that's what I am doing. I'm not even trying to do it. I'm doing that. I'm teaching people how to control their minds because if you can control your mind, it's nothing that you can't have and it's nothing that you can't experience here on the planet here. Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> Somebody said, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> Uh, what's next here? Questions for me. Questions here. Wesley, do you believe the astral body or soul can physically astral travel to other dimensions? Yeah, he's talking about astral travel. Uh, I believe it's possible, right? I, I do. 
Um, because the mind is powerful, right? They have something that's called astro astral projection is the correct term where you can just um, have like lucid dreams, right? And you can take yourself to other places around the world. You can, right? I just don't, you know, unless you use that to, in my opinion, to create a new reality, I don't see what the purpose is. A lot of people in prison do this. People that are locked up in jail and prison because they read the books, obviously. They do a lot of astral projection because if you do that, the time in prison tends to go faster because they can be in jail, but their mind is somewhere else, which is powerful. And I would say only use this if you're looking to create a new reality, right? Because it can be very powerful. Because you start to separate yourself from the physical world um, and you become very immersed in the spiritual world. Okay, very powerful. Questions for me? Jay Kardashian. What's up? What's going on, my man? Nessa. 25 letters on my dresser. Yes, sir. What's next here? Any more questions for me before I let you guys go here? Okay. Just want to make sure I answered everything properly for you. And I am so proud of you that you meditated here with me tonight. And feel free to meditate tomorrow morning. Okay. President Lula Brazil. Congrats, President Lula. Can you do a third eye meditation sometime? Um, I don't think a third eye meditation is even needed, and I don't know any third eye meditations. And to meditate, because the third eye is nothing but a, a metaphor to describe your intuition, in my opinion. Right? It's just your intuition. You know, it's not like it's a physical third eye in the middle of your head. But the more you meditate, the more you become more aware, and the more you, when you become more aware, your intuitive, your intuition becomes greater. That means you'll be able to feel when something is wrong or you'll be able to see what you need to do where people can't see it. Like you can just see it and you just know, oh, this is what I got to do, right? So that's intuition there. It just increases your intuitive skills. Uh, Questions for me here. Okay. Mm -hmm. the Halloween IG vids, very creative. Thank you. Did you guys enjoy my movie of me murdering my two lovely children? We had a good time. Is that like connecting to your higher self? What do you mean? I don't know what you mean by like, is that like, I know sometimes when you guys ask me a question, you're asking me a question based off what I said before, but I don't know what I said. So Amanda, you need to recap if you don't mind. So I'll see exactly what you're asking me. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
Is astral projection dangerous? No. I mean, I don't do it. I don't do it personally. I don't think it's necessary. Do you feel like it's really, um, do you feel like in an organized home, you have an organized life? Um, I believe an organized home will help you and increase your chances to have an organized life. But just because your house is organized doesn't mean, doesn't mean you have an organized life because uh, a person that has an organized life, they know exactly what they want to do with their life. And most people do not. Because maybe you're just a clean person. You keep your house clean. But it doesn't mean that you know exactly what you want to do. It doesn't mean that you align with your purpose and your passions because you probably haven't thought about it. But I think that is the beginning. I would say if you do have an organized home, right, as, as, um, there's, there's likelihood that you will eventually have an organized life because you will use the same strategies that you utilize to have an organized home, to have an organized life. Okay. Genesis is in the building. The baddest, Alex. Okay. Questions for me. Um. Kind of going back to Amanda's question about the higher self. You know, folks, when you when you guys say, <clears throat> let me help you guys out. You know, some people say, well, I want to be enlightened. <coughs> like, um, well, thank you so much, Israel Yen. I'm glad you are a future follower. Thank you so much. I love you for that. Listen, um, a lot of you may say, you know, I want to be enlightened, Wes. I want to be enlightened. I want to connect to my higher self. But what does that mean to you? Like when you think about the word enlightened, what does that even mean to you? What is connecting to your higher self? Like whatever that means, what is that going to give you if you connect to your higher self? Then what do you even mean about connecting to a higher self? Because I think those terms are very vague, by the way. People get lost in that stuff, right? Talking about, well, I just want to be enlightened. I want to be connected to my higher self. But the higher self to do what? It's many definitions of the higher self, right? And me, I don't really care about the higher self or whatever. What I understand is I just want to be able to create what I want. That's it. Like, I'm connected to the person I am here today. And many people have different definitions of the higher self. They may say, well, the higher self is uh, the part of me that, can have whatever they want, but you can have that now, right? But the problem with you is, is you just have a very disorganized mind. If you can organize your mind, then you have the opportunity to quote unquote connect to the higher self, right? But to me, the self is just you, it's just one self. It's not this higher self, but you can be an organized self, right? Because it's just the mind. The mind is gonna do what you need it to do if you program it properly. If you misprogram the mind, then it's going to give you the results that maybe you don't desire. Does that make sense? I guess to go deeper in the higher self, how would you know if it's your ego or your heart intuition speaking? Well, that's a good question. You know, listen, so the ego is just all about you. It's like when you use the word I, I did this, I, I, I. 
And you might say, well, how do I know if it's my heart speaking or my intuition speaking? Listen, if I'm going to be very honest with all of you, when people say, I'm talking from the bottom of my heart, you know, I love you. Or I'm speaking from my heart, you know, I really care about you. Right? But you have people that can speak just like that and be lying to you. Right? It could be just lying to you. Like you'll never know what I'm saying is here. So the question is, am I speaking from my heart or am I simulating the experience to make you feel that I'm speaking from my heart? Some powerful shit, right? Right? Because you never, like, well, the answer to the question is like you never really know. People, when they speak from their heart, they know. Like they may say, well, I'm really speaking from my heart. And they may be honest, but no one knows if they're truly honest or not. Does that make sense? The only person that knows is them, right? Like if you're speaking from your heart or whatever, or if you're speaking from your ego, it's like, well, I'm just trying to get some out of the situation. I don't really care about the other people. Or I'm speaking from my heart because I really care about other people. What I'm saying is the only person that really knows if that's true is only you. Right. So it's more important for you to know what you're doing than to have other people or to have other people really like I need them to know that this is how it is. Nah. Listen. Okay. Let me give you some game here. Um, Because as many people on the planet, when they're in a pickle, <laughs> when they're in a tough situation, People can act very differently. When people are about to lose somebody out their life, they, they can act very differently, okay? And they can play a game or they can act a certain way. Because they think if they act this way, like a woman can just start crying in front of a man, right? To make the man feel that, well, what he did was terrible and then to cause the man to capitulate to her. But she could be playing the game. It's just like a baby, right? Baby does this all the time. Baby just start crying. Not because the baby's really hurting, Baby uses it as a weapon, and people do this every day as well. So for you, we all know if we're speaking from our heart or speaking from the ego. Like we know this because we know ourselves. We know if we're bullshitting, and I'm not saying bullshitting is just wrong. It depends on what you're doing. But you know if you're speaking from the heart. You know if you're speaking from the ego. Okay, you know this. We all do. As long as you know it, that's that's okay. As long as you know what you're doing, it's okay, right? Because no one may ever know if you're doing it genuinely or you're doing it because you have a motive. And it's my belief everybody has a motive in life. Everybody does. Everybody's trying to get something from people all the time. That's just how we are. We're designed that way. We all have a motive to get something. When people say, "Oh, I have," yes, you do. We all have a motive. If we do something nice for people, it's because we, we probably want to do it because we want reciprocation or probably because we want a compliment or we want somebody to think good of us. But it still comes back to a motive. You want something. People usually don't do anything unless they have some type of motive. We all have a motive on everything that we do in life, everything. And the people that say, oh, I don't have any motive, you're lying. You're lying. You do. You do have a motive. You're going to get something. When you do something, 
It is something that um, that you would like to receive from that person. It doesn't have to be a tangible thing. It can be an, it can be a feeling. It can be an emotion. Okay, does that make sense, Amanda? I know that was a long answer to a short question there. Do you personal mentor? What are three things that is a must do for you on a daily? Yeah, so do I personally mentor? I do, but I charge $50,000 per hour. But three things that I must do on a daily basis. One, meditate. Two, I must work out. must go to the gym. Three, I must work. That's it. I must work on something to develop my own skill into my own personal artistry. Yeah, and I and I think Amanda, because sometimes you can hear voices, right? I know some of you hear voices in your head, and sometimes you're like, "Well, I, know I hear this voice. My gut is telling me this," and that's a real voice, right? It's like the voice of reason. And but you know, remember that voice is still your voice. Does that make sense? That's your voice. It's you. It's your consciousness, right? You know, the brain can get very complex because the problem is. We collectively collect so much data that's in of that's inside of us, um, which is the reason why we hear so many voices of like when we're getting ready to do something and some said don't do that, but we already knew we shouldn't do it, right? It's like a lot of things that you do that you know you don't supposed to do and you do it anyway, but that voice told you not to do it, but you did it anyway. Right, we all have that voice. It's the voice of morality, honestly. Right, we know what's good and what's bad. So it's always going to be that, um, that that voice that's going to say, "Nah, you shouldn't do it. It's not worth it." But it's your voice. It's you. It's you the entire time. Okay. Questions. I like this. We're getting deep here tonight. Are you folks learning something here tonight? I expect so. Any more questions for me now? The one Monet Banks, how are you? <sighs> Any questions for me before I let you go? Thank you, Wes Grayford. I'm blessed to meditate and hang out with you tonight. Likewise. Amanda, go kick ass in the gym, sweetheart. What are your thoughts on a female parenting alone becoming a millionaire? It's possible. It's many women who are single moms that are millionaires. Yeah. You you definitely can do it. Um, Tabitha, Tabitha, you can do it. Is it hard? Absolutely. Very difficult. All right? Just want you to know it's not going to be easy. But is it possible? It is. What I would tell you is to go find you a a woman that's a single mom online. That's a millionaire. There's many of them. Go to YouTube. Type it in. Single millionaire mom. And watch all the different. Um, watch all the different um, moms that are single that pop up in your search that are rich. 
Can you release the Let's Go app? Maybe. When you manifest, do you picture what you want as a movie? I do. What are you seeing? Um, you know, I don't see it all the time, but sometimes I just feel it. Right? I mean, I just see it happening. I see whatever the picture that I'm conjuring up. Um, I can just see the picture. And sometimes I just feel the experience instead of seeing the actual picture. Does that make sense? And like I said, the more you do it, the better you'll get. You just got to do it, man. You got to do it over and over again. Got to have fun in the process here. Yeah, Lisa Nichols, yes. She is one. And Monet says she's usually asleep by now. I'm sure. All right, folks, much love here. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you for joining me tonight. Remember, this podcast is syndicated all over. We are the number one podcast in self-development on the Internet right now. Right? I'm so grateful about that. Just type in Google.com, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and I'm there. If you ever want access to my course, The Genie Script, just type in The Genie Script in Google. It will pop up, $37. And I go deeper into teaching you how to use your mind, how to control your mind, and how to manifest your dreams faster than ever before. Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.